Welcome to this week's episode of the Man Cave of Byron Isaac. Isaac, man, it's been a minute, man. Where you, how you been? It's been a lot of minutes, man. That's very true. Well, let's, let's get started, man. What we got today? Today we got the typical NBA news that we always do all the time because you love the NBA. The Jimmy Butler update? I that, got... that was hilarious. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. What else we got? The typical college football picks. You got some NFL draft an- analysis that I've been looking forward to do for a minute, but uh, okay. Byron keeps skipping it for some reason. Uh, I haven't been skipping it. You're just crazy about the draft. You're like the next Mel Kuyper, my guy. Todd McShay. Todd McShay. Oh, oh, that's oh. me, Todd McShay. Oh, you, 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 what do you got against Mel Kuyper, man? We gotta do uh, next. <laughs> we got. We next. We got the typical NFL news. We're gonna do some pickums in each of them, college football and NFL. Some hot takes. We're gonna do some of that. Are you gonna keep calling it hot or not? No, we're, we're scratching the hot or not. We're just going straight hot takes now. <laughs> Byron, you tell me there's some NBA news that are actually noteworthy in this preseason that everybody's so excited about, even though that no one cares about the regular season. That was a really long statement there. But yes, there's of course NBA news, my guy. How will there be news of a season that we already know how it ends? Le- what, you're not excited about LeBron's home opener in Sable Center? Well, of course I'm excited about that. It's just the, the reality is like, it's one of the sports that we already know how it ends. And it's like, it's like knowing, like knowing the ending of a movie. Well, I, I guess, yeah, we all know the Warriors. It's going to be Warriors-Celtics, right? Can we agree on that? You don't think the Wizards have a chance? With Riley Beal and... Oh, I love the Wizards with Dwight Howard. That's going to be a scary team, but no. The Celtics are too deep. What about the 76ers with Ben the Goat Simmons? Stop it right there, man. And uh, Joel Beast Embiid. What, what'd you call him? Jo- what? Joel Beast Embiid. <laughs> that's, a, that's a new one. It's pretty good, isn't it? I just thought of it right now. That's actually pretty good, man. You gonna get? We gonna need a hashtag for that. I gotta, get, I gotta get that copyrighted. Get that on the shirt. Yeah. With our faces on it. No, this is how I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get on the shirt, copyright it, and then sell it to the 76 organization for a million dollars, and then that's when you start getting a new co-host. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we still got that Jimmy Butler saga. Where where will he be traded? Where do you think he'll end up, man? They're staying so, in the Heat. A worse organization. He are really pushing for him. I have no idea what they're giving up. He goes back to Chicago. No. Dang, we started the hot takes already? Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. Man, I'm surprised I haven't seen a, like an edit of him in a Lakers jersey yet. You know all these Lakers fans are so cancerous. There's been edits already. Really? That's a the thing? There's been edits since last year. You're well, my Woj. I, I, I... <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to college football. Isaac, um... What do you think about that whiteout game, man? That game might be one of the most controversial games I've ever seen. Like, first off, Penn State absolutely boat raced Ohio State in the first half. Can you repeat that? They what? Boat raced. You never heard of that? Never heard of that. What's that? That means like they like smacked on them. Really? Is that like a South? Or what the, what, what, I never heard of that. You never heard of boat race? No. Is that, is that like a Louisiana thing? Because I'm thinking of like the speedboats. Well, anyways, they uh, <laughs> like uh. Penn State absolutely mollywhopped Ohio State in the first half. Now you're talking my words. <laughs> so Ohio, Ohio State had no answer to it. Like the remember I was talking about Dwayne Haskins as a legit dude. Right. He looked scared in the pocket. Like Ohio, like Penn State just smacked up the offensive line. Ohio State none of the receivers were getting open. The running game was never get going. No, Penn State cannot. No, Penn State on offense cannot get stopped. Be stopped. Ohio State cannot get pressure on him. Um, Trace McSorley is an absolute dog at quarterback. Apparently, I did not know that. Like he he ran 160 yards by himself. 
So at quarterback. So you're saying the next Ken? No, I, no, no. I mean, like if you watch him play, <laughs> he, he looks like Julian Edelman before Julian Edelman became a receiver. He was a quarterback. It, was he now? Yeah, he was a quarterback at Kent State. I actually did not know that. Fun fact. Fun fact to Isaac, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, like the game, if Ohio State came back, Dwayne Haskins looked like a different total player in the second half. He came back, started tearing it up, throwing for tons of yards. And like, like everybody was like, holy crap, this guy is a legit dude. Last minute, like the ball gets into Penn State hands. Trace McSorley is driving down the field to win the game, to kick, to kick a, win, a game-winning field goal, down by one. Fourth down happens, fourth and four. Your quarterback does absolutely cannot be stopped on the, on the ground game and he's throwing absolute darts on third down. You know what they do on fourth and four after three timeouts, two, one timeout by Penn State, a timeout by Ohio State, and a Penn State uh, timeout by Penn State? They hand off the football, negative yards, game over. Worst play call of all time. That was absolute garbage, that's what they did. And everybody, like every huge network kept talking about the game. James Franklin got completely roasted. One of the worst play calls I have ever seen. And Ohio State is now the second best team in the country. So you think that home crowd did not help at all? Well, that was that was awesome. Like, Ohio, like Whiteout is like one of the most intimidating places in the world. Like in terms of sports, like it's literally like if you see it, like you'll be like, whoa! Like it's 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 awesome. <laughs> not one person forgot their white shirt. The whole entire place was just covered in white shirts. It just. Like they did a, a like a camera angle on top, and it was just looked like looked like powder, <laughs> it looked like sugar just poured onto the stadium. That's how much it was. That's always cool, man. I was, like when everyone does it, like you know how the NBA does that a lot, and like it's always like one person. Like yeah, yeah, like, like Golden State, they're all yellow. Yeah, and then one one guy has a blue shirt. It's like really. It's like come on, bro. You didn't get the memo. <laughs> like if you if you're paying this type of money on a playoff game, you would think that you'll get the not- notification on the on the ticket, right? They'll give you a ticket. They put the shirt on the chair. They just don't want to put it on. Really? It's a thing? Yeah. They put them before the game. <clears throat> That's what oh, pissed me off. How, how, well, what if the shirt doesn't fit? They make them big. They're like larges. Oh, word? Yeah. What if the what if it still doesn't fit? <clears throat> well, you better take yellow shirt. <laughs> so, Mel Kuyper. Mel Kuyper. Todd McShay. Todd McShay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Todd McShay. You, you know how every draft has a theme, like, oh, the year of the quarterback, the year of the running back. What will the, be the theme for this draft coming up in 2019? Year of the defensive lineman. Really? There's like 13 dudes in this draft from the defensive line, edge and interior pass rush that can be a first round pick this year. There, there are that many dudes. There's two guys in the top 10 that can be from Alabama, Quinnen Williams and uh, Raekwon Davis. There's absolute monsters inside. It's like almost like Alabama just has a factory of 300 pound defensive linemen coming from them. <laughs> it's like, like it was like, like two years ago it was John Allen. I'm like, there's no way that, like this guy's the best defensive player I've ever seen come out of Alabama. The next year they had Jerome Payne. And then, and then the next year they got Raekwon Davis and Quentin Williams. And then like every single year I see him like, this guy's better than the guy last year. And they keep coming out. Like what's it happening? You get the top recruits, man. The thing about Alabama, I'm a, I know I'm going off on a tangent, but I'm going to respond to that real quick. <laughs> like, I hate when people say, like, it's like, of course they win all the time. They have the best players, right? Well, Ohio State has the best players. USC gets all these five stars. You know what's the difference? Nick Saban and his coaching staff not only recruits the best, they actually develop their players. That's very true. That's why they're the best, because they out-scheme, they out-coach, and they out-talent you. Yeah, they always produce quarterbacks, too, even though when you think they don't have a quarterback that year. 
all of a sudden they have they pull off a guy off the bench and he's amazing. And the rest is history. Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little more specific this time about like the edge. This year, like, there's like there's a couple dudes like in this year that if they were by themselves, they'd probably be in the, like their own. They'll be the top guy in their own draft. Like, right. Nick Bosa, he's the best. He's not only does he have the bloodlines, his dad played in the NFL, his brother is an absolute stud in the NFL. He's the best player in the draft. He's gonna go number one overall. The Arizona Cardinals probably be the first overall pick. They're gonna draft him. Uh, he's gonna be on the opposite side of Chandler Jones, and he's there. I don't know how you're gonna block them. Uh, the ne- next guy is Ceylon Farrell. He is the thing about Ceylon Farrell I like about him is uh, he maximizes his talents. Like you know, like when you see a guy like in the NFL, they get blocked, and they're just like look like they're like doing like this. I call the the stepbrother approach when like, hey man, I won't punch you if you don't punch me. And they just right, right. They they're, just, they're just going off each yeah, other. They're like, just, like, yeah, they're, they're like, like already tired. Yeah, so it's like the third just, quarter. Yeah, it's like late fourth quarter. Both teams are like basically tired, and they just put their hands right there. They leave their hands on each other's chest, and they like, <laughs> it's like we're not gonna move each other. Hey man, I won't hurt you if you won't hurt me. We're cool. Ceylon Farrell keeps at, like he's always going 24/7 all the time. He's not the most talented guy in the world. Like he's not the most explosive, but he he doesn't have the most bend. But he has enough of each. Like, and he has heavy hands. He's always he has great counter moves. He he has this dip and rip out like, and his chop uh, this uh, swipe chop move. Right, right. And I'm I look at him like who does this guy remind me? At first I thought of Brian Rapko. Okay. And yeah. I was like, that's a good comparison. I thought the size, I thought the deep voice, and I thought the, uh, the big voice. old, like, like I, I thought it reminded me of Brian Arapko. And then I was like, no, wait, wait a second. I was like, heavy hands, not the most explosive athlete, but somehow, some way, he knows how to pass rush. I'm like, this guy reminds me of Demarcus Lawrence. Oh. He's that he's that type of player. I'm like, oh, that's a perfect name. Like, he's like, they're both 6'4", around 260, and they just get it. They just they just know how to do it. Like, there's no real, like, Demarcus Lawrence is not the most explosive. He's not the most talented, but he just knows how to do it, right? Right, right. He's an absolute study. I don't know how you guys are pay him. You just should pay him this offseason. I don't know what you guys are doing. But, um... Gary being Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Those two. Those two are top dogs. Ceylon Farrell will be the number one two, uh, number two edge rusher. And if you get upset that your team drafted him because, oh, we're, he's not as good as Nick Bosa, don't worry. He's going to be a franchise defensive end for the next 10 years. Next guy on the list is like a little... It's like a bunch. It, it's Brian Burns, Josh Allen, the linebacker from Kentucky. That's going to be a lot of fun. I like, I like how you gave me that look, like saying, like, I don't know who that is, which I don't. <laughs> no, because I said, I gave you the look because everyone's going to say, oh, another Josh Allen. And yeah. for the next 20, 10 years, we're going to be confused, like, which Josh Allen are you talking about, the linebacker or the quarterback? That's how good this kid is. He's going to be around for a while. Yeah, he's that good. He's, he's going to be a first round pick. People want to talk about him for a long time. He about the Ryan Burns, the defensive end, the edge pass rusher for Florida State. The dude bends like Gumby, man. <laughs> Like the dude just knows how to bend, bro. Like I don't know how I don't know how to describe it. Like he like he has this ankle and like this hip flexibility that like it's ridiculous. Like he will be rushing underneath a like a, a left tackle, and he'll like get so low to the ground that he's on like one knee basically and turning the corner, and explodes out of it. Like he's a little kid just like, turning the corner. He just, he just he just like it just ridiculous. Like whoa, he's not the fastest. Like he's probably gonna run like a four seven. Maybe the high four six. Fast over. Uh, yeah, but he's like six. He's like six six two thirty though. Like he reminds me. Like he's built like Arden Key. Remember Arden Key? Yeah. He's built like Arden Key. He plays like Leonard Floyd, but he has like the Von Miller like like like, like Von explosiveness. Miller, yeah, Von like Miller explosiveness. Not like speed or his like foot moves. Just get to the quarterback. He just knows how like turn that corner. He has that. If you 
that's like the like the most like trait you can have. The best trait you can have as a pass rusher is that ability to bend the corner. Because when you when you have you actually make a tackle fear your ability to turn the corner, they that in, that makes inside moves more uh, like more like acceptable because the tackle is like, oh, this guy can bend the corner. I got yeah, the edge. Yeah, I take, and exactly. he can spin inside. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. You can do that. Like I saw him play against Virginia Tech. He's very was, versatile. Yeah, I saw he took the corner he bent the corner right and then he got sacked mm -hmm. and the next play he's like well that guy just he committed to the edge i'm gonna spin inside he spin inside and got another sack <laughs> yeah and the quarterback escaped the back door where he was supposed to be at he escaped the back door he used his natural explosion to be to like ex explode right back into the cut like he the quarterback juked him out and you know how many times you see a, like a defensive line had to do a full circle and turn around right, to go ahead. get the guy he literally just did a 90 degree angle turned and then went over and sacked the quarterback <laughs> Like that dude is a freaky athlete in terms of natural explosion between ankle and and uh, knee bend and hip flexibility that like is uncanny. He's that's his trait and that's going to make him a first round pick. The only thing that like that concerns you about him is the other two guys don't have any weaknesses. He he might not be as strong against the run, like and so like he might he might drop in the draft a little bit in the first round, but he's going to be the first round pick because pass rushing ability is rare and they want they need that and he has that natural ability to turn the corner like i said but he's kind of he's he needs to put a lot more weight on he needs uh he's not gonna be that fast and uh he's kind of he's kind of skinny so that's that's his, that's where he's gonna worry that's where the teams are gonna knock him and he's gonna fall a little further but the team that gets him and they have a dude on the other edge watch out well josh allen now josh allen doesn't have that natural bend but he's more explosive he's gonna run like a four or five He's he's six okay. five two fifty. He looks like an edge. He he doesn't know what he's doing yet. Still very young. Very like wild. he doesn't know how he doesn't have that ankle or like that knee bend that I was talking about with Brian Burns. But he still can turn the corner. But he turns the corner pure like speed. Like you know how Vic Beasley does it. Vic Beasley and uh, uh, I think it's Vic Beasley. I think Vic Beasley can do. Oh Harold Landry. You know Harold Landry and Vic Beasley can just speed off the corner. They didn't really bend like they didn't like bend into the tackle like like Von Miller and Brian Burns can do it. They just beat you at pure speed. That's what Josh Allen does. He and he doesn't have any counter moves yet, but he can do everything good enough. Those are the those are the like those are his traits. He can he's like handyman. He can do anything, but he's not he's not the best at anything yet like he's he's a complete athlete teams are going to buy into him because he looks the part he looks great in his pads he's right. body beautiful he's he has an nfl body right yeah like he's just completely shredded right he he has this work ethic because he wants to be the best teams are going to love him but he's going to be a little more of a project he reminds me a lot of uh, uh the hassan reddick project that he can cover people right but he's not that great at it he can pass rush but he doesn't have any really moves yet right. but he's stupid explosive and he has a rare talent uh, a rare combination of talent, so they're gonna buy into him. He'll be a first-round pick, but he'd be—he's the most project out of the force right now. Which player caught like NFL executives, owners' eyes last weekend? Because you know these owners aren't watching every game. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen out of the four. Just in general, last week. Like uh, this guy named Polite at uh, at Florida. At Florida. This guy just—he's. He's, he's stupid explosive like, it, like it's stupid like like he, he has stupid like get off like dumb stupid get off <laughs> like his when you just watched him and he just like you just you know you're like have you ever like watched a game and like you see this like defensive lineman jump snap like that and you're like whoa how do you get that in the backfield so damn fast yeah like, like the time like Miles is like Garrett perfect. or something like that and you're like whoa 
that's what he does. And he got like two and a half stacks against. I don't. I don't remember the team it was. I think I should remember the team, but it's escaped my head for some reason. <laughs> and like, he looked awesome. No, it was against Mississippi State. And Mississippi Mississippi State is a has a night a really good offensive line, like a really talented SEC offensive line. Yeah. He embarrassed them. He was stupid explosive. He he has nice bend. Like he's he's a short. He's six two. He's sawed off at six two. He's kind of thicker. Um, so the, he's the he's the guy that caught people's guard. He's gonna be a first round pick probably. So Isaac, onto your Heisman watch. I know you had Tua last week, Will Greer, Kyle Murray, Dwayne Haskins. Who's off that list now? Or are they still the same? I mean, the thing about it is it's weird because. All those four players are going to be on it because not only do they play for major programs, except Will Greer, he plays at Western Virginia, but they're undefeated. They're like a top, all four of those teams, they're all in the top 10. Are they? Yeah. Oh, Oklahoma's like ranked five, Alabama's ranked one, Ohio State's ranked three or two, and Will Greer's uh, West Virginia fighting West Virginians. <laughs> they're ranked like number nine or What's something. What's their mascot? Uh, they're the volunteers. There you go. I just gotta keep you on check. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait, that's a problem with these like lists, dude. Like they just fluctuate every week, so you don't really know what it's, you're. It's what have you done for me lately? Right. So like, let's say this: like Kyler Murray, he's gonna put ridiculous stats all over again because that no, that Oklahoma offensive scheme is ridiculous. It's absolutely stupid how well it's like orchestrated, and they know how to get people open, and they got they get these explosive quarterbacks and know how to operate operate it. So Kyler Murray's stats are always gonna be ridiculous. The thing about it is. The reason why he's going to stay in not because of the stats is because he has he plays at Oklahoma and he's going to play the Red River rivalry right this weekend against Texas. Mm. That's a big game. It'll and he play, he's going to play the undefeated West Virginians. <laughs> I'm a comfortable West Virginians. The West Virginians? Why do you keep doing this? Either? West Virginians volunteers. Will Greer's. They're going to be both undefeated. That's going to be the Heisman game. If uh, if first some reason two of them will uh, and uh, Dwayne Haskins just fall off. But those two players... They're going to be in it until that game. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, the, people say he may not have the game that like people were going to, like Penn State, and then people were wanting him to have this crazy game under the lights, a whiteout. He, he came back and won a game. He's in it. He, he, people are going to remember that. People are not going to remember him having a bad game. People are going to yeah. remember him saying, he let him. Remember that drive that he had against Ohio State and you know, Penn State in that whiteout game? With that, that dangerous atmosphere. That dangerous. What, what do they call it? What, what do they say? Like, uh, like crazy is what it is? No, no. I mean, like when they say when a player goes into a, a hostile environment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, he's going to say that hostile environment in Penn State. He he did it to, to a Tungavola. In my opinion, the best player in the country. But the thing about him that's going to be against him, they, they sub him out in the third quarter. They, they don't play they don't play game they don't play games tight games anymore who what game are that he's gonna be in that, that he's gonna be like made to make a two-minute drive or have that Heisman moment the playoffs yeah but the playoffs <laughs> are after the Heisman voting. exactly but like yeah maybe the were you gonna say maybe the the championship game the SEC championship game yeah. To get there yeah maybe maybe if you're lucky maybe out auburn but auburn is i think auburn's bad like i think they're the most overrated team in the country their defense is nice but they're one of the most overrated co- teams in the country he's not he's not going to have a high even though everybody knows he's legit he's an nfl dude he's going to be the first overall pick next year next draft 2012 2020 but he's not going to he he might never get the Heisman that Kyler might get in the Red River Rivalry. Red River Rivalry. Say that three times. It's annoying. <laughs> um, 
it's against Texas and uh, against um, West Virginia and in, his, and in the Big 12 championship game. He's going to be need to win all those games. Dwayne Haskins is going to be. He did it against Penn State. He's going to play against Michigan. He's going to play against Wisconsin in, in their uh, conference championship. Uh, Will Greer, underdog. He's carrying West Virginia, the <coughs> football team, not the basketball team, the football team into a top 10 ranking. That's Heisman worthy, right? So Tua is an uphill battle because how good his team is and how good he is, he he might get screwed over at the end. He might get screwed over because people always say, oh, he has the players. Of course, he, yeah. he, uh, I, would, I would be throwing 200 yards too, but it's not that easy. It's, yeah. He's always going to get that bad rap. I think he wins it. I personally think he's going to win it because they're going to be undefeated and people, people, the smart people are going to say like, of course he's he's that good. He's the best player. You give it to the best player. You don't give it to the player through the most yards, the best touch, most touchdowns. You throw it to the, you give it to the best player in the country, right? That's what it's called. That's why it's called the Heisman. The Heisman is given to the best player in the country. Not the player that produced the most. Not the player with the most wins. The best player in the country. Do you think any new, any out of those four guys, do you think any new guys made a name for themselves last week? I mean, like, Mackenzie Milton, the guy, UCF quarterback, mm-hmm. he's always going to be in it. He's an absolute dog. But let's be honest. I know he plays for the defending national champions. <laughs> I, I get that. Um, for, for one, the, the voters, they don't like – they don't like uh, they don't like the UCF because they don't like them because of what they did. They they basically tarnished the they believe the college football reputation because they didn't get in. Right. And they right. they they themselves claim themselves the national champions. Um, they don't think he plays against anybody. Even how good he is, I know how good he is. Everybody knows how good he is. He's not going to win it because he doesn't play in a big he doesn't play at a big time program. He's not going to play in these big time games. Right. And uh, by the time bowl season happens, that's after it, right? So sucks. I remember our hot takes, and we yeah. said hot or not, yeah. which was the worst title you ever came up with in your life. I thought it was pretty cool. I, I think it was how you're kind of pushing it a little bit. We're just going to, instead of the not part, we're just going to go hot takes. And I heard you got a good one. The Saints will walk into the Superdome and win in a shootout against Drew Brees. What? Don't they have Drew Brees on their team? Why, why do they have? Why would they put a shootout against Drew Brees? I said that wrong. <laughs> I'm not leaving that. I meant the Redskins. I meant the Redskins. What I meant to say was the Redskins are going to go in the Superdome. Oh, is that what you meant? Yes, and they're going to beat Drew Brees in a shootout. Is that a hot take? Is that really a hot take? Like, like is are, I know the Redskins are like. Have are you seen seven. how good the Drew Brees has been playing lately? I saw how bad his defense is. He's racking up points. Okay. Last time I checked, you played two sides of the ball, and half your side of the ball is just as bad as your offense is good. Shush. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, is it really that hot take? Because, like, I know they're down by – I know that, like, my Redskins are, like, plus seven, so that means they're seven-point underdogs, right? But is it really, like – is it really that, like, impossible or in, implausible that my Redskins go over there and win? They beat Aaron Rodgers. Last time I checked, Aaron They're Rodgers, at home, though. It's not about the that. The Redskins don't win at home. What are you talking about? The Redskins have the worst field <laughs> in the league. Sometimes it's that home atmosphere. Just you don't have to worry about hearing the play calls because they'll probably be kind of quiet. I guess like New Orleans always. New Orleans is right? always loud. It's always way over there. It's 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 they're in a dome. You got to remember that. It's all. We all have, we have a great there. record against the Saints. 
Do you know? When everybody died last year, when everybody died. my Redskins like almost beat them, but they came back 15. Oh, I know that. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> what you got for me, man? Did mine is going to be a hot take. Ryan Fitzpatrick was screwed over, and he was thrown under the bus for Jameis Winston. I feel like that's not a hot take either, though. No, even that's not a hot take. Because a lot of people were like, they took him out too early, and like, they, yeah, no, no, no one really asking for Jameis right away. You know, you know what I mean? Like, it felt too soon. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I guess I'm my bad. But the thing about it is, let's talk about it. Wasn't he? That wasn't like, like they threw him under the bus. It's not like that. He gave up. 49 points to the GOAT, Mitch Trubisky, right? <laughs> the GOAT. Like, Mitch Trubisky had five touchdown passes in the first half. Last time I checked, Ryan Fitzpatrick doesn't play defense. Last time I checked, Coop Mag's on defense. <laughs> he wasn't moving the ball. That's why they, that's when they felt they wanted to switch. So they, hey, man. They're I'm just so, trying to keep on his toes. The 85 Bears is back. Whoa. That's a hot take. Cool, Mac. That's a hot take. Oh, yeah, hold on. That's my new hot take. That, that's a this hot take. This is the best Bears team since... The 85 Bears. 86 Bears. <laughs> Best complete roster, the most talented Bears team we sent since the 80s. Yeah, I haven't seen the Bears this good in a while. Like, because we remember we seen the Jay Cutler Bears when like they had that Lent Briggs and, and uh, Brian Erlock. That I was thought, a really good team. I thought, you're, Tillman. I thought you were going to pair them to the Rex Grossman era. When they went to the Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah, but like I feel like the team a little better because I think Mr. Biscay's a better quarterback than them, and I think Allen Robbins is a really good player. They got a lot more offensive firepower. Right. And they got a great, great offensive mind head coach in uh, Matt Nagy. But that defense has blue chips everywhere. And I think this is the most – Klumak is the most talented bear they had since maybe ever, right? Is there – when's the last time they actually had a dude like Klumak on the edge? Julius Peppers, but I think Julius, Julius Peppers yeah. – Julius Peppers overrated. He was better at Panther than he was a bear. I guess, but uh... – Klumak's a beast. Roquan Smith's a beast. Akeem Hicks is a beast. This is the best Bears team in a long time. That was a good one, man. That was a really good one. That was one. a good one. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I'll take that, man. I, I had to recover from my L I took earlier. Oh, I, I took a bigger L in the first one. <laughs> 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 I like how you completely forgot about it. You just yeah. like yeah. Um Man, I I'm like in a pickle, man. Like Dude, the, that's why you're supposed to prepare. I never prepare for this. The Jags stop. Damn, oh, yeah, no, no. I was looking at that. <laughs> <laughs> How do you need it? What? I was going to say the Jags are going to go over there and shut down Marcus Murray. Patrick Mahomes. They were just, we're just tired, man. We can't say the right names. I was going to say Patrick Mahomes. I, was, like, I knew they were going to. I thought Jalen Ramsey was going to shut down Tyreek Hill. Uh, like Travis Kelsey going to get locked up by Talon Smith and Miles Jack. Like, I thought the Jags defense was going to go over there. Take names, kick ass, take the airplane back, go back to Jacksonville, party up in Miami, and t- collect their third dub. Why is it? My question is, why is that a 10 a.m. game? Is it their fourth dub? Is it? Is it their fourth dub? The are the Jags three and one or one? They're three and one. Oh, then their fourth dub. My bad. My fault. Why is that a 10 a.m. slot, man? That should be a one o'clock. Because they they play in the East Coast, the East Side. They. Shit, the Cowboys always get the one o'clock slot because they play in in Texas. That's like mid. That's like that's one hour difference, dude. Yes, and that that's, one that's, hour that's difference. an hour. Instead yeah. of playing at four, we play at three. Exactly. What's the difference? It's a one hour. It's two hour difference, bro. It's one hour. It's two hours from from the East Coast. No, it's not. It's a three, it's a three hour. Hey, you're telling ten one. So that they play at one o'clock, right? The Cowboys play at one o'clock our time. Wait, see so if the game's ten o'clock here. 
It's a noon game over there in Dallas. It's a two-hour difference. Don't they play at 1 o'clock all the time? I feel like the Cowboys they, they, they play at 1 o'clock here most of the time. Yeah, exactly. That's so they, they play a 3 o'clock game. Yeah. It's a two-hour difference. Oh, I think, I think we're arguing the same thing. We just didn't really know you you were saying it's a 4 o'clock game. Was I saying I was saying you're saying Dallas is a four o'clock game. I'm like that's not a four o'clock game. The East Coast is a four o'clock game, and I was saying I was just saying they played at one. That's what I was just trying to say. They played at one o'clock all the time. East Coast or West Coast? They played <laughs> at one o'clock our okay. time. Isaac, I, I don't talk about East Coast time. I talk about our time. We play games at ten o'clock. I don't say one o'clock games. I say ten o'clock games. What time playing night football? Five thirty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was technically like five twenty, right? They never start on time. It never it's like sometimes five thirty. Whatever. <laughs> We're speaking of that five thirty, why are the Texans and Cowboys the, the 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 Saturday night game, Sunday night game? That's the worst game of the week. Battle Texas. Bro. Who wasn't talking about the Battle. one and three Texans taking on the one the two and two Cowboys? You, you got to call one and three, weren't you? Yeah, you guys should be one and three. I don't know how you guys came back. Good for you guys. Zeke Elliott ran deep. That's awesome. My X factor was true. Zeke <sighs> Elliott threw. I mean, Dak Prescott threw an absolute dime to him. I'll give him that. That was an absolute. Laser, he threw it to him. But. It's a but. That's the worst game of the weekend. It really is. Who cares? Are you, are you telling me that game's are, worse? Are you, are you telling me that game's worse than the Cardinals at the, at the Niners? With dude, no Jimmy come G? On, bro. With no Jimmy G? The battle of the first overall pick? Who wants to see that? Who gets the pleasure to lose and get Nick Bosa? Come on, man. Stop it right there. <laughs> Stop it right there. No, um, no, like, look. You got, look at the other games. You got the Vikings and... The Vikings and uh, Eagles? Like How's that not a Sunday night game? You got the, the Chiefs and, and Jags? How's that not a Sunday night game? I like how they went from hot takes to allow like the schedule. This is hot takes. The Cowboys should not be at Sunday night football because they're giving the most money. We want the best games. We don't want the most fans watching the you game. You know we got we know the Cowboys got like four Sunday night games this year, right? Yeah, because you guys because you guys are America's team. We exactly. all know that. Exactly. We guys are not good. I want to watch good teams. <laughs> it's like it's like watching LeBron. What? What? LeBron's good, but like he's always on TV. You know, what like, I mean? you mean like the Knicks, or when the Lakers got these primetime games? I think you're yeah. talking about Lakers. There you go. Before no, Lakers, before LeBron, was Lakers the, before LeBron. No, the only L LeBron the, wears is in Lakers L. He's wearing LLs. <laughs> you know, let's, hey, let's just go into our picks from here, man. <laughs> so we both had the Patriots Thursday, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I, that one person out of the whole entire world that picked the Colts. Probably a Colts fan. Um, so let me pull up the schedule again. Uh, okay. So 10 a.m. We got the uh, Titans at Buffalo. Give me the Titans. Oh. The Bills can't block anybody. Harold Landry, Brian Rabko is going to tear it up. I got, I got Buffalo, man. Josh Allen going to take care of him at home. The quarterback. Not the DN. You're talking about the GOAT, Josh Allen. Yeah, not the DN. Built by the Valley. Valley strong. Fireball main. Yes, sir. All right, next Fresno game. Fresno State fan. Didn't get recruited by Fresno State. Yep. How did he not get recruited by Fresno State? You would think he'd get a at least a walk-on, right? Miami at, t- at Cincinnati, <laughs> one, 10 a.m. Hey, remember when you thought the Miami Dolphins were good? They're going to take this – they're going to take an L to the, uh, the Bengals, and they're going to be 3-2, and two, and Andy Dalton, A.J. Green, uh, Tyler Boyd uh, – it's Tyler Boyd. I think it's Tyler Boyd. And uh, John Ross can go ham on them. They're going to go for like 300 yards passing themselves. I still believe the Dolphins are good. Okay. And they're, and they're going to go into Cincy and knock them off. Okay. Okay. And, and, and here's the thing. Drake's going to have a big game. He's been quiet. Kenyon Drake? 
Yes, running back. Oh, okay. They haven't been, been running the ball very well. You can have tide. a big game. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. All right. Baltimore at Cleveland. This is a little interesting matchup. You got the Baker Mayfield, the Brett Favre, and John Elway, Baker Mayfield. You hear that? What? The uh, Ravens defensive coordinator said Baker Mayfield reminds him of, of Brett Favre and John Elway. Wow. So, um, I guess I can't go wrong taking them, right? So, I guess I'm going to take the Browns. I agree with you too, man. <laughs> the Browns. The uh, Ravens are just boring. I'm sorry. They're just, they're just boring. They throw in Lamar Jackson more, man. They're using him in the Wildcat, though. Hey, he looks funny. Remember they were talking about the whole entire offseason about getting packages for for uh, for uh, Lamar Jackson and stuff? Mm-hmm. And the Saints just do it with Taysom Hill ten times better? <laughs> All right. We got the bad man, Aaron Rodgers, heading to Detroit. Well, Aaron Rodgers would be heading out of Detroit with a dub. He's just Aaron Rodgers. Fail Mary again or what? You know, uh, <laughs> he's off the injury report. He's not, He's healthy apparently now. He's oh, healthy, really? He's healthy enough he to quote be quote healthy? He's healthy enough to be off the injury report. That's, so. that's good to hear from him. So that means uh, rest in peace, Detroit. Yeah, rest in peace to all Detroit fans that were hyped after that Patriots win. Yeah. Um, We already kind of talked about this one a little bit. Jacksonville at Kansas City. I think we already gave up picks. I said Jags. I feel like I already gave up the pick. I'm still going to go Kansas City, man. How do you go Kansas How do you say your hot take was Patrick Mahomes is going to get shut down when their defense sucks and they're playing against the greatest quarterback of all time, Blake Bortles? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have the same picks as you. I want to make this interesting. Uh, did you actually put the Jags? I actually put Kansas City. Word? Word. Wait, how, did you, how are you going to say uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to get shut down by the Jags defense and their defense sucks and they're going to win the game still? I made these picks Tuesday. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to stick with them. Okay. <laughs> um, Denver at the Jets. That's J- a gross game, e- isn't it? T-S, Jet, Jet. Nah, Denver's going to win. <laughs> I think Denver is a better football team. I think Sam Jones is the best player on the field. I think Sam Jones. And I know Von oh. Miller's on the field. Oh, okay. I know I know the Von Miller's on the difference field. difference here. Well, the, the, the Jets is bringing some like pizzazz. They 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 bring this like hope. Like they believe that they can win any game because they have Sam Darnold at quarterback and their defense <laughs> is pretty good. So they're gonna win. All right, uh, we got Atlanta at Pittsburgh. It's gonna be an interesting matchup. No defense. This is the Big Twelve Oklahoma versus Oklahoma State type game, and uh, I think Oklahoma is gonna win. So I'm gonna go Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like who who's who. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Atlanta, man. I, I expect a big game out of Julio. I mean, like, is there any team that's more injured than the Falcons? You know who they lost, right? They lost Devontae Freeman at running back. They lost Ricardo Allen, their free safety. They lost Keenan O'Neal, their all-pro strong safety. They lost Deion Jones, their middle linebacker. Their all-world middle linebacker. They're, everybody died, apparently, already. It's only week five. So. Are they the new Redskins of this year or what? God bless them, man. <laughs> all right. <coughs> we got the Giants at the Panthers. Panthers, just skip it. We already know. <laughs> I, I agree. All right. Um, Oakland heading to the LA Superchargers. All right, man. It's not even heading anymore. I think it's just whoever goes there just gets a immediately ninth game, ninth home game. Uh, so Chargers have zero fan base wherever they go, dude. I don't know why they're the most talented team in football. And you're gonna see a sea of black out there at SubHub Center, dude. Yeah, but it won't matter because the Chargers gonna win this game. They're more talented. Oh wow. Uh, I think I think Derek Carr is gonna show up this week, man. He showed up last week against the Browns. They got a little lucky, 
But the refs gave him a dub. We all know that happened, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's wanted, gonna be his first real dub. I just want to make sure that everyone knew that. Yeah, I was texting the whole time. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I was pretty pissed. All right. Um, we got Minnesota at Philly. Philadelphia. Ooh. I. I that Vikings defense cannot get right. Carson Wentz is somehow, somewhere. He's going to get back. He's he's just too good. Um, you think he finds his first step here? The, uh, Vi- yeah, yeah. This is a this is a this is a get right game. The Vikings defense has been horrible, which is weird because they're they're really extremely talented. They have blue chip players in every single level of the defense. Carson Wentz, they can't they're, they're they can't get to the pat or pa- uh, passer. They can't get any pass rush. And the Eagles have a top three offensive line in football. They got a top three quarterback in football. They're going to win this game. All right, um, we got a, a nasty matchup here. You didn't pick. Who you pick? I picked Minnesota. Didn't I, oh. I didn't say it. No, you didn't say oh, it. <coughs> I'm going to go with Kurt, man. Oh, Kirk? Kurt. Captain Kurt. Kirk? Kirk. Kurt. Curtis. Kirk. Nah. <laughs> Which one are you saying? Kirk. 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 That sounds like you're saying Kurt. Kirk. Kirk. <laughs> it's a hard name to say. Why don't they just name Kurt, right? Like Kirk Cousins? Kirk, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Why are we arguing over it? It's Kirk. You said Kirk. Kirk. I said Kurt, and yeah. it was Kirk. Yeah, it's Kirk. It's Kirk. It was a K, right? Yeah, it's K. Kirk. Yeah, there you go. Just <laughs> <laughs> say <ain't> Cousins. <laughs> Boogie Cousins? Oh, my God. All right. The nasty game that no one's going to want to watch, except for you, Arizona at San Francisco. Wait, hold on. I'm not watching this game. <laughs> my eyes might dissolve. Like. <laughs> you got to pick someone. Oh, you can't pick a tie. Do I have to? Like, you you want to? You can go with the tie. Oh man, I. <laughs> I I'll, I'll let you think. I'm gonna go with Arizona, man. I think Rosen was close last week to almost pulling off that upset. He let me down, but he almost did it. So I'm proud of him. He's showing some steps, and I think he can go in. Even though that that quarterback for the Niners wasn't named Bedford, it's looking really good. I I just can't see. Then winning against the Cardinals. This game, this game's ugly, bro. It's <laughs> I, I'm I, I'm gonna go with um man. Is there a quack and flip like <laughs> like I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. Their star power. I think, right. I think I think David Johnson, Josh Rosen, Chosen Rosen, Chandler Chosen Jones, Rosen. Patrick Peterson. They're they're game changing red star players and get make the difference. Yo, can someone keep count how many times we said Chosen Rosen on on this episode? <laughs> I mean, he's that chosen, bro. Well, I can like Rosen, the Rosen one, the Rosen. One. I forgot about that one, the Rosen one. All right, uh, we got the Rams at Seattle. Man, it was so cool for the Seahawks to just get uh, like to bring fans to a game that they're gonna get killed at. I mean, like, such a great experience for the Seahawks fans to see a great offense and the Rams to experience something great. Um, Sean McVay looks like the, the next great coach of all time, apparently. Uh, his offensive scheme's ridiculous. Seahawks don't have a chance. I completely agree, man. All right. Sunday night football. We got the Cowboys at the Texans, and you're turning away and scratching your head. So what's going on, buddy? We already know. I already had a massive rant about this. That this game should not be a Sunday night football game, but it is because it's the Cowboys or America's. We're team. not. We're not talking about that. Pick, make your pick. <laughs> Texans because the Texans star power. Wow, I'm gonna go with the boys, man. Oh yeah, have you ever bid it bid against the boys ever? Week one. No, you did it. You bit the Cowboys. I picked the Panthers. Oh, you did. Oh, I, think I you did. did. And you and you you were shocked. I was shocked. I see. I'm shocked right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on from my boys, we're going to your boys. Washington 
at New Orleans. Monday Night Football. You go first, man. Just say it. Just say it. Washington. What? 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 Remember, I, me- I, me- I-, I-, I talked about it. No, you didn't. You said they were going to lose. Oh, yeah, you did say I, that. I, I said Drew Brees was going to go in. Yeah, that was your hot take. Remember, I, was, I said Drew Brees, and, and I, was like, I, met, I met Alex Smith and completely messed it up. I think, I think, I, okay, I'm, I'm going to explain this. The Redskins defense, have you seen this? They're the second best defense in football. Isn't that just like, what? 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 Like, what? exactly. Like, what? I'm like, I'm like, man, like, there's not, there's no way, right? I'm like, who do they play? I'm like, they played Andrew Luck and Aaron Rodgers. I'm like, well, I was like, whoa. Oh, crap. <laughs> Damn, like, last time I checked, I think Aaron Rodgers is better than Drew Brees. <laughs> like, but, like, I was like, man, but, like, that dome, the Saints are just different in it, right? Right. They're like, yeah. If they only win eight games, it's in the dome. Yeah. Alvin Kamara is in, uncoverable. Michael Thomas looks like the best receiver in football right now. So you go with New Orleans? Their defense is awful. And I think the Redskins' defense is just good enough that they can like they can compete with the Saints' defense that can neutralize it. So it would be like the Saints' offense is a little better than our defense, the Redskins' defense. And I think the, off, the Redskins' offense is just it's – just, it's just no, – I'm sorry, Jay Gruden's the top five offensive line in football. And the rest in the Raiders defense and the Saints defense is just it's just bad. And <laughs> so who you got, kid? I'm a, I, I'm gonna go. I gotta go with my team. I'm gonna go with my team. Good, good. All right, uh, tiebreaker um, total score from the win that game. I'm gonna go with the, like a somewhat shootout, 55 points. What you got? Um, well, I have 28-24, but what's what's that in math? I'm, it's too late for that. It's like 52, right? Let me check. 52. Is it? 28 plus 34? 24. 24. 50. I was right. Yeah. Math, dude. Math's hard, bro. Yeah. If you didn't know, he went on his phone to get his calculator to do that math. So. I'm a math major. I want to be exact. Okay. That's actually a really good excuse. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, th- I think that's it for this week, man. I think we did it, man. We yeah. finally did it. We got through this one. We're tired. Thanks for listening, guys. Hope you guys listen. Hope you guys enjoying. Catch y'all next week. Tell me where you gotta find us. You gotta tell me where you can find us. Oh, that's right. You can find us on SoundCloud, Google Play, or Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe. Please leave a review. And, and yeah. God bless.